0: Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo. We bring you hand-selected hosts, podcasts, and talk radio programming with listening options, 24-7 streaming or listen on demand. We also feature one-on-one segments with important guests, people who have something to say that you need to hear. And if you have something to say and would like to be featured on the network, please visit speakuptalkradio.com for all of the details or contact us at pr at speakuptalkradio.com. Well, today I have a special author to share with you. She is Alana Robinson Hewley. Alana is family-oriented and the 11th of 13 children. During her childhood, she became engulfed in reading books and began motivating people with her writing. She's been married for 28 years and has two sons. In 1992, She received a Bachelor of Science degree in computer science from Norfolk State University in Norfolk, Virginia, and she's also served in the United States Army Reserve for 20 years. She was a personal records specialist and retired as an E-7 Sergeant First Class in 2005. She is currently employed with the Department of Defense as a lead information technology application administrator, and she manages a team which designs and maintains IT systems that support military personnel and their families worldwide. Alana is a member of the Norfolk Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and she serves as the hospitality chair and commits herself to promoting academic excellence and providing assistance to those in need. She participates in food and clothing drives, feeding the homeless, community cleanup programs, voter registration campaigns, and more. Now she is a newcomer to the literary arts arena. In January of 2021, she published her first children's book titled Gifts Are Given With Love. Her new book is partially dedicated to her two sons. Parenting them encouraged her to share her writing with the world, and she believes in empowering and uplifting the young community and hopes that her creative writing will inspire children to laugh, dream, and be the best version of themselves. and... You can't ask for anything better than that. So let's bring her on. Welcome to the network, Alana.
1: Thank you, Pat. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here today.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure to have you here. You know, as I'm reading your bio, it's such technical and serious background. And I'm wondering how a person with that kind of background decides to venture into authoring children's books. So maybe just tell us a bit about that decision. Well,
1: actually, Pat, I, as a, as a young person, I wrote a lot in my childhood, whether it was just writing for my mom for a presentation at church or writing something for my family. I wrote a lot in college for different classes. And in doing that, it just inspired me to write more. You know, as when I got married, I always wrote little love notes or messages that we saved for my husband. And then from that, I just started writing more. You know, I'm, I'm the kind of parent that, or auntie, that loves to teach kids messages. You know, give them messages, give them some direction, give them guidance. And from that, I kind of just took that realm of my life and just put it into a book. So it's in a
0: book, something to share with the world that kind of teaches kids messages, gives them lessons. Aww so nice and you know what coming from a family of 13 you were just surrounded by children so it's kind of a natural to you
1: exactly exactly I'm so actually in my immediate family so my mom my my sisters my brothers and all of our kids it's over 100 people (laughs) oh my gosh yeah
0: oh my gosh you could invite me to your family reunion and you wouldn't even know i was there right (laughs) <laughs> exactly <laughs> yours is a party to crash <laughs> yeah. oh, that's awesome well then tell us a little bit more about your book titled gifts are given with love just give us a peek into that
1: okay well you know as young people young people don't always appreciate what they get and it's always about what they want and even as adults we don't appreciate what we get sometimes we always want more So my book kind of focuses on family and how we give and receive to and from each other. I share a few traditions that my husband and I created for our family, and the message that I give in this book is called Gifts Are Given With Love. And just to share a little bit more, Pat, I had an elementary principal call me this week from a school in Virginia Beach, and one thing that he, he mentioned after he read my book, he said this book gives a good message, but it also provides social and emotional learning. So in saying that, my book helps the readers understand and manage emotions. It helps them make responsible decisions and maintain positive relationships, and it helps them to show empathy for others. So I think that's a great process or a tool to have in the school. So that's kind of my book.
0: Oh, absolutely. And especially during these times that are difficult for everyone, but especially children, aren't you finding that this is probably more, um, oh, I don't know, topical today than it was when you even wrote it? Definitely.
1: I mean, with COVID here, you know, as adults, we go through a lot with COVID, just the stress and the pressure and depression and, and those type of things. Well, the young people are going through the same thing. So these type of books will help them. Just be more prepared for the world. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do you see this book being used in schools and home learning? How do you see getting it out there? Because it seems like the message is very pertinent and necessary right now.
1: Yeah, I I would love for my books to be in a school. That's probably my number one priority mm-hmm. and the number one place that I want my books to be. Um, I for For me, I am reaching out to schools. I'm reaching out to the principals, the superintendents, the teachers, the librarians. I'm sending letters. Um, I'm sending my book to some schools just to try to get it out there because that's the place where the book needs to be. It needs to be in the in the hands of the teachers, the educators, and definitely um, something to share with the kids.
0: Mm-hmm. absolutely. and And once things break or maybe they have in your area where you can get out and and be a speaker and get out there and speak to kids and motivate them that way and then have the book as a backup, there's just so many possibilities for this kind of a, book that talks about appreciation.
1: Definitely. And, you know, because of COVID, you know, our, we're changing a lot about how we do things. So we have Zoom now. So with Zoom, I have been going into some of the schools, good. talking to the teachers, you know, um, allowing them to interview me, me share my book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that
0: that piece helped get me into the classrooms. Good, good. I'm glad because this is extremely important. We need all the positive resources and role models and messages that we can get today. So thank you for doing this. So when you were writing the book, what what were your thoughts as you were writing it? Was it just something fun for you to get out? Or was there a reason or a purpose as you were putting pen to paper? Because
1: I'm that that person that loves to teach teach kids and guide them and, and provide messages, it was almost second nature for me just to write a lesson that I've taught my kids. Something that I tell my kids all the time. Something that I tell my nieces and nephews all the time. So, in, in in wanting to provide a message, that's how the story just flows. I had to do something that was going to be positive and something that would give the kids some type of direction, just motivational. So mm-hmm. that's how I got it on paper. Yes. And how old are your children? Actually, I have young adults. My my
0: youngest son is 21, and my oldest son it's 25. Oh, okay. All right. But what I was going to ask, what is their reaction to their mom writing this book?
1: They, they are excited. Um, when I asked them about it, I said, do you think I'm going to write a book? And they was like, yeah, (laughs) I'm kind of a person that, that, that stays focused. When I say it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think that they are just excited about me doing it. So what I'm showing them is that you can have a thought in your mind, and if you, you stay focused and just implement it, it can come to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that me writing helps motivate them to do things that they want to do, that they think
0: they can't accomplish. You're obviously a mentor, role model. You know, when you see your parent doing something like this and getting it out there, it has to be inspiring. So good for you and good for them, right? Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so the cover art let's talk about that how did that come about actually
1: I got with this application or this company called fiber and i I'm looking for an artist uh folks an illustrator you know folks are telling me my book coach is saying hey when you look for an illustrator you you just don't get someone who can draw mm-hmm. really well so that that led me to this to this company, and on that website, you can, you can, there are different services that they offer, whether it's to help get a title for your book or help, um, find an illustrator or format to format your book. I just went through normal, um, numerous illustrators looking at that they've done. And from there, I chose an illustrator that, that Related to me, Mm -hmm. something I felt like this is what I want my pictures to look like, and I found someone and we just connected very well.
0: (laughs) It's meant to be. My point in asking is also to give people the inspiration to say, "Hey, if you've got a book in your brain, but you're not an illustrator, or say a children's book, but you can't draw." There's so many resources today to find somebody to work with. And as you said, you just found the right person and meshed. So it's it's an easy process. I mean, it takes time, but it's it's possible.
1: Absolutely. And just to share a little bit more, when I put my book together, because I cannot draw, I went on the Internet and just found pictures that I kind of wanted my, what I kind of wanted my pictures to look like just to give my an idea of what I wanted to do, what my thoughts were, just to kind of help us get on the same page. So even though the pictures didn't really go with my story, but it gave him an idea of starting point. Because it's important for you and the people that are giving you these services to be on the same page. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anything you can bring to the table to help them see what your vision might be is, is obviously going to work in both of your best interests. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, this just recently got published. I'm betting that there's more in your thought process. Is, is Are there more coming along the pike? Are you going to continue writing?
1: Yeah, actually, I am. My goal is to write five books. I do already have one um, brewing, but I won't sit down and write it until I've kind of gotten all the pieces in place. So I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking about it. If I, if I, Remember something brilliant, I'll jot it down. Um, but I'm just trying to focus on this book first. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, do a lot of marketing with this book, stay focused on it, um, get it out there, because it's only been, I, I, I published this book at the end of January, so not even a month. Mm-hmm. So just want to get this book out a little bit more, get it enhanced, make it visible to a lot of people, and then from there, maybe later this year, I'll start working on a the second
0: book. Good, good, good.
1: So are you still working full-time? I do. I work full-time. My job is very demanding. So it's almost like the author part of my life is a part-time job. So when I get off from my regular job, I kind of try
0: to focus on this on the book. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about your writing process, given that you know you mentioned when you had a brilliant thought, you have to jot it down because when you're juggling work, or those who are juggling families and work and all kinds of things, you can't be brilliant in the middle of you know a, a meeting with a client. So it's hard right. to let that creativity out. So how do you manage this? Are you able to? turn it on when you get back home and say, all right, now I've got to get that creative side of my brain going and start writing, or or is it something you're just dying to get to do and, and it just comes naturally?
1: I'm, it's something that I'm just dying to <laughs> do. I'm always thinking about my book. At this point, I'm, al- I'm always thinking about it. It's always on my mind. Either someone's mentioning it whether I'm at work or someone's sending me a text message, someone's posting my book on social media. So it's always in my mind, and I, I definitely don't have to turn it on, on and off. Uh-huh. I just try to um, I try to keep it in perspective because I, I know I have a job that I really need to, to focus on while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have time to, to deal with my book while I'm working, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be fitting my job to do that anyway. Like if I do have an idea, like I said, I will jot it down, but mainly i focus in the afternoons solely on my book and trying to give give my best attention to it. Right, right.
0: So you're actually having to wear a couple of hats here because you've, you've got the creativity hat when you're writing the book, but then all book authors have to become marketers and you've got to put that marketing hat on. So do you have any thoughts or advice for those who are listening that seems like it's working for you? I know it's young in your process, but any kind of hints that you would say, hey, this this is a route I'm, I'm going and it seems like it makes sense?
1: Yeah, I actually... Um I think about marketing a lot. Like this weekend I plan to focus more on the marketing side. So um just starting out, I joined uh Facebook. So I tried to get a lot of friends on Facebook because this is where I'm gonna first start showing my book off. So I start um saying, Hey, my book's coming and then when it actually comes I just I'm always posting about my book. I, I talk to different podcasts at different radio stations. Um, the organizations that I'm in, we have literary cafes. You know, I try to be a part of those. Um, I send emails. I send emails to to schools, to teachers, to librarians, and I also um, found that if I send a copy of my book to a school, that's a great marketing step mm-hmm. because when you have the book in your hand and they can read it. Um. And see what message I'm providing. That's like a a, a big plus for me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different avenues of uh, groups on on Facebook and Instagram. You can join different groups, so children book groups, authors groups, and I use some of that to help promote my book. And it's a, and, a, and it's also a good place to, to get some of your questions answered or just to get some feedback on something you might want to do and what direction you want to go in. So I use all those types of avenues and, and my friends and the, or my friends, my family, whether it's people from high school, college, the military, big supporters, mm-hmm. I've sold a lot of books because of them.
0: Yes. As you were speaking, I was thinking about, you said, you know, at your family reunion, there's a hundred people, but I would also imagine working the job that you do. There's a lot of support. For that because I would imagine a lot of those folks that you know in the military are you know they have children and they're raising children and trying to struggle through this difficult time as well so they see the value in your message
1: yeah and it's just that you know whether it's a a mother or a grandparent yeah it's just a message the message is so strong that people can really relate to it and then as adults we're always trying to you know, provide a good message for our kids give you know give them some direct, some direction and some guidance, and it's so important for us to just be positive with the kids. you know there's so much negativity going on in the world, but just to share things that that feel good that's right, and that's what a lot of our kids need, so I think the um some of the parents are just excited. To get my book mm-hmm. and just reiterate some of the things that they share already.
0: Yes, exactly. To hear it from another source, I think always kind of cements a thought, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What age group would you say the book is written for?
1: I would say um, elementary age. Okay. Kids that um, the the teacher that I talked to the other day, her kids were third, fourth, and fifth graders. Okay. But, but even younger than that, I, I can see um, a mother reading my book to a child that's not even in school yet. Mm-hmm. And I also can see at any age in elementary, teachers sharing my book with them or them or the kids checking the book out of the library. So anywhere from toddler age to fifth grade.
0: Okay. All right. But a good book for parents to read to their child as well, read together. Like that way, there could be a active conversation.
1: Yes, and and to be honest, Pat, I've even had adults say I read your book and loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it wasn't for a child; it was just for for you know their own gratification.
0: That's so funny you say that because we run the a book contest here, and as folks typically those that write children's books send me a copy of their books just because I think a children's book has to almost be held to really appreciate it. And all of the, the copies of the books I have, I think, oh, I'll give this to my grandchildren. But then after I read them, I'm like, oh, I like this so much, I might keep it myself. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, children's books are not just for children. I agree. Actually, um, one of the immediate
1: inspirations for me writing the book was that I read a friend's children's book. And just supporting her, I read it and I thoroughly, I loved it. I think that you're going to be successful if you write a children's book and adults love it.
0: Yes, I agree with that. Yep. The title, Gifts Are Given With Love. How did you come up with the title? I I think that's because
1: it's just who I am. I, I am a person that gives a lot in my life. And when I give things, I give it from my heart. And it could be a hug. It could be a plate of food. It could be a word of encouragement, and I feel like that when folks give you something, you should appreciate it. It doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be a car. It could just be, you know, a positive message. Mm-hmm. It could just be um, opening the door for you. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we don't we don't appreciate the things that we get. Those little small things that we tend to take for granted until the bad stuff starts happening, until you get the rude people <laughs> or, you know, disrespect. But just appreciate some of the small things in life.
0: Those are words of wisdom right there. We can stop the conversation because <laughs> those are words to live by. So as you were writing this and it was forming in your mind, how do you think the creation of this book changed you?
1: Yeah. So on Facebook now, I I am friends with a lot of different people, and I feel like because I'm sharing my book and I'm sharing the different avenues that this book is putting me in, I feel like a lot of people are listening, and I I feel like God has put me in place right now to encourage people because I've come from a family who didn't really have a lot, and, you know, I've been blessed with a lot. And like I told somebody before, yeah, I have a lot of shiny, big, nice things, but but I, I can I can inspire people because I've gone so far. Mm-hmm. And we we have a lot of hurt in the world, a lot of things that um that people are struggling with. And I feel like that if they see one person that started out small and now she was able to do some amazing things. That encourages people to do the same thing. That they that gives them, you know, a, the tool or the or just a just a um just a feeling that they can do it. Right. And so that's what I feel like I bring to the table with this book and just my journey because right. I feel like people follow my journey.
0: Oh, I love that! Thank you. You're such a kind soul. I appreciate you. Wow. Well, we've kind of danced around a lot of information here today. I want to make sure that we're not missing anything that you wanted to talk about. Is there anything that comes to mind that we skipped over?
1: I always like to leave with a a word of encouragement or some advice to the folks that are listening and definitely to the readers. And my advice is always about um, being your genuine self. I think it's so important to be authentic. Quite often in the world, we sit at different tables. You know, we, um, we it may be in our organization, it may be at church, it may be with the family. We do a lot of different things, but it doesn't matter, you know, what table we're actually sitting at, we can always be our genuine self. And I like to tell folks that you are good enough. No matter what table you're
0: sitting at, you're good enough. Oh, I like that. I'm getting a mental picture of of the tables and your message is just powerful, whether it's in your book or on our conversation today. So I so appreciate you. I want to make sure folks know where they could find out more about you and where they can purchase your brand new book, Gifts Are Given With Love. Okay.
1: They can check on my website. It's giftsaregivenwithlove.com. I'm on Instagram, author, Alana R. Hewley. I'm on Facebook, author, Alana R. Hewley. Um, Just so folks know, Alana is spelled A-L-L-Y-N-A. And they can message me on social media, follow, like my page. I would love to hear from them.
0: Awesome. So it's Alana Robinson-Hewley. The book is titled Gifts Are Given With Love, and you can find it at her website of the same name of the book, giftsaregivenwithlove.com. You are just a loving soul. I so appreciate you today. Thank you for spending time with us. And any final word before we head out? Just thank you, Pat. This has been a wonderful interview. I was able to share a lot more than
1: I have in the past. And I hope that I've encouraged and inspired somebody to go out and get my book. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you as well.